Welcome to the book reading program of 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Koval Smith. This story is entitled, Listen to That Still Small Voice. 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 to 13, says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? I had just shipped a container to Fiji and then flew over to clear customs and distribute the items throughout the islands. Early one morning, I was getting ready to go to the airport to pick up a good friend of mine who was flying in from Canada for a vacation. I hopped into my Pajero truck, which is like a Toyota Land Cruiser, and set off down the Queen's Road for a beautiful three-hour drive around the island along the ocean. As I left the house, I drove past the school where the container was sitting and was impressed to stop and load stuff into the truck. At first I thought there was no reason to take anything with me. I was just going to the airport and back and knew of no particular place where I was supposed to drop off any supplies. But the thought persisted. So I turned around and loaded 800 pound bales of clothes, three of women's, two of men's, two of children's and one of infants, plus four boxes of nails and some children's storybooks. As I continued driving down the road, I started thinking, what am I going to do with this? I have to find some place to drop it off or I won't be able to fit my friend in when I get to the airport. The vehicle was so full that I even had clothes on the passenger's front seat. About an hour later, I started to worry about where to leave this stuff as it was only 5am. Then I started to think I was a little cracked in the head for even bringing it. Just then, I ran at a corner in the road and started to drive into a beautiful little village along the ocean called Namatakula. As I slowed down, I looked over to my right and saw a small Catholic school with a group of women and children sitting outside. I drove past and then I heard what I thought was an audible voice say, the clothes are for those women. I shook my head and kept driving. Then I heard it again, the clothes are for those women. This time I slowed down even more, but still kept going. 
By then, I was starting to leave the village. I continued to drive really slow as I was thinking about those women, wondering how I could explain this to them. Then I heard it again. The clothes are for those women. That time I pulled over and stopped on the side of the road, thinking about what to do. Now I was pretty sure the clothes were for those women. I turned around and headed back into the village. As I turned onto the school grounds, everyone stood up and looked at me. I stopped and got out and nervously said, oh, "Hi, what's everyone doing?" One woman spoke up and said, "We are the teachers and mothers of the village, and we have been praying and talking about how to keep our school open. The money the government is giving us each year is not enough." She continued, "We are thinking about how to have a fundraiser and to maybe sell something." At that moment, I knew why I had my vehicle full of clothes. I took a deep breath and choked back the tears as I told them what had happened to me that morning. I told them that I believed that God had heard their prayers before they had even asked. He had sent clothes and nails for their fundraiser. By then, the women were in tears too. I went back to the truck and took everything out. Then one of them came up and poked me. Then she turned to the others and said in Fijian, "He's real." They explained to me that the government gave them about 300 Fijian dollars, that's US 150 a year, to run their school with two teachers and 240 children. As we sat, I explained to them that there were about 800 pieces of clothing in all the bales. They were all so excited that they would be able to sell in their own and nearby villages each item for around 75 Fijian cents each on average. That meant they could raise enough funding from the nails and clothes to keep their school open for at least four more years. As I prepared to leave, they said, "Could we sing a song for you?" As I stood there with tears running down my face, they sang the most beautiful song. A reflection associated with this story comes from Christ's Object Lessons, page two hundred and thirty-seven. Every time you refuse to listen to the message of mercy, you strengthen yourself in unbelief. Every time you fail to open the door of your heart to Christ. You become more and more unwilling to listen to the voice of Him that speaketh. You diminish your chance of responding to the last appeal of mercy. Let it not be written of you, as of ancient Israel, Ephraim is joined to idols; let him alone. Hosea chapter four verse seventeen. Let not Christ weep over you, as He wept over Jerusalem, saying, "How often would I have gathered thy children together?" As a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Luke chapter thirteen, verses thirty-four and thirty-five. Listen to that still small voice. Was submitted, 
by The Bright Side. You've been listening to the book reading program by 3ABN Australia Radio, featuring Get Ready for a Miracle. For more information about this book, visit remnantpublications.com. Thank you.